it's episode 72 of the Evil G Podcast. I'm Colin, and this here is Stu, and we like games and wrestling, so we do a podcast about those two things. We've been doing it for quite some time now. No one can get us to stop. Nope. Shit, when do we stop? Wherever you feel like it. But I do like ranting, and this is like a way to get things off my chest, so why would I stop? <laughs> it is. Hey. I'll tell you what we'll stop is is uh you can you can kick a door down uh, of my uh <laughs> my house and then I'll throw a chair at you and, and then we'll just stop doing it. O- only if like um like like we get the whole gang together, like the old days, <laughs> and we do the whole thing, just like a proper bike, and somebody has to have a dog that has to get out of the way, so you know, Ninja's dad can bring the dogs and everything, and we'll just do a whole reenactment of it. And we'll all get suspended. We'll, we'll suspend ourselves, because obviously we're the CEOs and owners and shit. <laughs> uh, actually, some game news this week. Uh, hmm. b- before that, have you been playing anything at all? I was hoping to be playing a new horror game and be able to talk to you about it, but I have been sidetracked by the new content in the Evil Dead game, so I haven't got a chance to try it. So hopefully next week I'll be talking about a game called Rabbit Hole. But I, Rabbit I'm not gonna... Hole? <laughs> yes, it is a it is a horror game that a dude on Steam recommended. So that's what it's called, the Rabbit Hole. No idea. Apparently, it's it's like a love letter to Resident Evil and Silent Hill. I don't know if it's going to be as good as the one we enjoyed last year, The Tormented Souls, but it looks pretty cool. That's it's the one I guess showed you, and the dude had a funny shaped head. Oh yeah, this one. Yep, that one. So it's got a full. It's fully released now because when I bought it, I didn't realize it was early access. It was just that dude recommended it. So hopefully next week I'll be able to tell you more about it. But no, I've been I've been playing The Evil Dead again because we've got new content and big patches and changes and updates for it and we've obviously been putting my time into that again um and i quite like the new updates to it i I think it feels very like you're actually got a good fight on your hands when you've got a good demon player now instead of maybe one guy just steamrolling a demon anymore you don't you can't pull that shit again so teams have to work together but unfortunately it also means when people run off in all different directions you stand absolutely no chance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Zero chance of winning. You you have to stick as a team or you're fucked. Yeah. So if you're playing Evil Dead the game and you've maybe just started and you're listening to this, stick with the team, please. Don't run off on your own because you will get caught and you will get murdered and you'll be annoyed and you'll be playing as Mia and then you'll quit. <laughs> <laughs> why why is it always the uh you know the oh what are the hunters? The warrior class. class, the warriors, uh, warriors. Ah. It's always them for some reason. Run off on their own, thinking they're belly bag bollocks, and then they'll, you know, come up against someone who will possess a demon. He'll maybe be at like level four or five, and suddenly they just aren't able to take him on themselves, and they think, "Oh, I can't win this game myself. I'm disconnected." So they've added uh, a couple of new things. Um, well, in terms of characters, you've got, as you said, Mia from. The Evil Dead. I don't want to say remake. Well, reimagine. <laughs> yeah, reimagine. Oh, I like that. Because um, uh, it's a very different film. It'd be hard to say this is a remake of The Evil Dead because it shares the name. It has deadites and um, problematic trees. But that's and a book. about. 
in a book. Uh, but that's about where the similarities end. So, so we got uh, Mia and is it David? David, yes, her brother from from that, and then also a demon for free. Mm-hmm. Um, the pot throwing woman from. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a name? <laughs> they just call her the witch. She just throws pots. Yep. Not not this, so, but she still has a pot. She has a pot. She just if, unfortunately she doesn't throw it. I would have loved because she she obviously does have. A, she's not very uh, melee based. She's more sort of ranged, and it would have been absolutely fantastic if she just chucked a pot at you and just wailed you in the face with. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, she's obviously the new demon, and we have a couple of new weapons. We were given a nail gun as like a sort of look. Do you remember this in the re or in the reimagining? And syringes, which kind of work like boxing gloves, or not boxing gloves, more like sort of quick knife, double knives or something. So, yeah. Uh, well, that guy does get fucked up with syringes in that film. Yeah, that is, that's real fucking nasty. That scene where she just stabbing the fucking syringe. Yep. It's like that guy. Oh, how is this? How is this Eric, worse? He gets it the worst. It's like this. It's not very graphic because it's a needle, but this is somehow worse than anything that's ever been done in an evil dead. I don't, yeah, I don't even have a problem with needles. I, I concur. Um, but yeah, so that was obviously the, the two new weapons are obviously like a to, to go along with the, the evil dead reimagining. Um, like I said, and then there was big balancing changes as well. So, um, uh, teams really do have to stick together, you know, because people are there. There will be people trying. Oh, it's too hard to win, but we got wins when we've been playing because the team stuck mm. together. I stuck together, and 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 you you'll win. Well, you're not guaranteed to win, but you you're know. not guaranteed to win. But you know, if you stick you're together and you give the right weapons to the right people, you will get it. You will have a far better chance of getting a win. Um, like I've I've been playing a lot more Demon again, and uh, I'm still I haven't really tried the new doll. Um, we've we've went against her a few times. She can be tough to go against, uh, especially when she drops that cauldron and shit. But um, I uh, like with- that she seems to be more geared to give to to encourage people to use the the hunters, the yes. you know, the, the range characters because they're a lot more useful against her yep. than in with other demons. Yeah, it encourages you to pick one of each class for your team. Instead of, you, you know yourself, we've played games where we've had maybe freaking three warriors on a, on a support or, you know, we'll pick first and then the other two will pick the same class as us and you're like, what are you doing? Like, what, what'd you do that for? Like, we've already got a warrior and a, and a hunter. Why are you going warrior and hunter as well? It, it sort of makes, if she is very good at making you go, because you've no idea who your demon is until the game starts. So you need that balanced team to be able to take on whoever you're going to get. Mm. Um, but I've seen a couple of funny things on the internet where uh, <laughs> somebody's been driving the car and it's one of the faster moving cars and the demon's been waiting for them coming down the road and they'll just drop the cauldron <laughs> and the car just goes flying into the sky. <laughs> so it does. <laughs> it does about 30 flips. Because <laughs> that cauldron does not move for love nor money. It will not shift. So <laughs> the car just poof away it goes. I've seen boys, you know, too busy looting, and they'll be like, you know, in like the, the castle, and they'll go into a room, and the demon will just drop a pot at the door, and now they can't get out, and they'll just drop a whole bunch of enemies in the room with them, and they've nowhere to run to or to go, and they just get fucked up. 
That's, that's pretty nasty. <laughs> uh, again, don't be running off in your goddamn own. <laughs> I couldn't um, have been the intended use for that. There's no way. <laughs> no, the intended use is uh, it obviously has a, a an AOE sort of ring around it, and if she or her units are in it, they get a buff. Um, but like I say, if you if she sort of drops that in the middle of nowhere, you can you can just run away from it. But all too often, we've seen people attacking the cauldron, and it's like if you leave it alone, it can't hurt you. Just run away from it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that the, all the demons got a big. Uh, uh, sort of big changes as well. Like I say, I, I find myself not even having to, as as we know and we've talked about, you get some people when they're playing demon, they just drop a drop an enemy, possess it, drop an enemy, possess it, drop an enemy, possess it. Whereas I, I find myself not even needing to really possess anymore because they have upped the sort of aggressiveness on the AI as well. Because sadly, that used to be how you won because your troops alone wouldn't have really done a lot of attacking by themselves. Whereas now... Like, if you drop a small army of boys, they'll all go in and fucking spear stabbing and shit, so you can just sit back and just watch your troops do their job and have a giggle to yourself. Um, but I don't think many of the survivors... I think there was a few survivor changes in percentages for damage and things like that, but uh, speaking of damage, obviously Mia's ability is... She can be an absolute powerhouse when she has her fear level quite up high. Oh yeah, she possesses herself, basically. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, it's pretty handy. And then she's got the uh, sort of damage bonus for machetes. Um, but she can't use a chainsaw. I know. She's no very, good. Very disappointed. I mean, it's kind of her big moment in the film. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah. The, the film finishes with her cutting a thing clean in half with a chainsaw. I don't mean like at the waist, I mean up the middle with the yep. chainsaw in a sawing motion. Yep. And yeah. It's a yeah, pretty graphic How could you leave that out? I know. Uh like she even has her arm missing very much like that. her her arm or her hand gets taken off in a way more grotesque way though. Um but she still yeah. loses the hand and all. So and she was it she just drives her stump into the chainsaw, doesn't she? And that's how she starts using it. So yeah, she definitely should have been able to use a chainsaw if you ask me. Um, but they have, they've, you know, they've they've commented that on on Twitter and they says, all right, listen, sorry, folks, well, we are going to look into letting Mia use a chainsaw, but her animations will have to be different because obviously her her character model is smaller than Ashes, so they have to adjust for things and things like that. But they've said they're definitely going to look. Yeah. Oh wait, you guys have actually seen this film? Whoops. <laughs> I wasn't oh, expecting that. <laughs> oh shit! Um, but yeah, we've obviously been putting quite a bit of time into that because of the update. But other than that, uh, I have jumped back onto Doom Eternal because I figured I haven't played it in a good while and I want to see the nice shiny PS5 version. So I have started that again, and I was very rusty and I got murdered the fuck out of in the first level. <laughs> so I have to get my Doom Eternal skills back. <laughs> Is it shiny enough though? Oh, it's really shiny. And the thing I enjoy because Doom Eternal's load times on the PS4, were about go make a cup of tea. So they were. You know, the the game looks that good. You knew there had to be a sacrifice somewhere. Um, But now, you know, it's just boop, boop, boop. So it's kind of good. Does it make that noise? That's... (laughs) (laughs) Doom just boop, boop when it's loading. (laughs) But 
yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. How about yourself? You've been playing anything new or replaying anything of old? Well, there was an update for Cyberpunk. Mm. So I've been playing more Cyberpunk. Um, update 1.6 was released. Uh, it was along a big update too. It was a big update uh, along with the uh, uh, anime uh, mm. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is out today. Uh, oh, on Netflix, uh, oh, so you can go watch that. I will be watching that later, probably. Um, yeah, uh, so this adds a couple of things. Um, the biggest one being the ability to transmog your equipment, which means you to have the best uh, stats on your equipment, you're no longer looking like you know you got dressed in the dark. Um, uh, I hated that. So you can you've got six uh, outfit slots. Um, basically, any piece of uh, clothing that you craft, pick up um, at any point, even if you break it down or sell it, it goes into the the list of clothing you can use to put together your your outfits over the top of your the actual gear that you're wearing. Uh, so that's pretty good. Um, and it just lets you go to town and go be like, okay, dress up as how you want which like if you know anything like uh, particularly about the the cyberpunk game like the tabletop game it's it's all about fucking that that style and cyberpunk in general it's all very um you know focused on sort of looking cool um yeah. well that, that's and, that's one of the stats in it isn't it when you, when depending on your I don't know how, what what it is, is it they call it. Uh, they don't call it coolness. It's something like um, uh, shit. street cred or something. Street like that. cred, yeah. That was kind of uh, that's kind of like a gated thing for certain equipment. I uh, need street cred. It was kind of just another XP bar that you would max out very mm. very easily. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, a welcome addition. Um, Can and then you? Can you update, like, because I remember it's been a, a I actually have not played Cyberpunk since release timescale. I must get back into it again. I keep saying that, but, you know, it's it's a big game, and uh, when, when I get back to it, I'll probably have to restart it from scratch, just for the crack. Um, but can you finally change, like, if you pick a, like, a look for V, and you're like, ah, Jesus, that actually looks crap, right? Can, can you go and actually go change their hair and their looks and things like that? So in the past, um, in a past update, I'm not sure which update it is. They they did add that, so you can go up to the mirrors oh. uh, in in your apartment, and they added there's there's like more apartments now as well. So that's already uh, been done. Cool. Yeah. So you could go up, you change your hair, makeup, whatever. And in this update, they also added the ability to go to a ripper dock and change anything about your body. That you want, Ooh. so you're basically just going back to the the initial creation thing uh, from cool. from the Ripper docks. Um, yeah, and obviously that shits on a bug fixes and all. Um, now not to say that there are no bugs, because yeah, yeah, but the people still seem to have a habit of walking through cars <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but it's it's a much more stable game than it was. Uh, when it came out um so yeah it's i already love this game in a way and it's just every 
you've been playing this on the PlayStation 5. Yes. Now, when you originally played this game, you played it on the PC. Yes. Do you notice a big difference between the PS5 version and your... I know there was a big difference between PS4 and PC, but now that yeah. you're on the, the sort of new... the the current gen, are you noticing that big of a gap now, or you find that it is closer to the two? Uh, it runs better on the PS5 than it did on my PC anyway. Wow. And I'll, but that's not that impressive. Well, your PC is a bit of a... A bit of a powerhouse, like, but it is good to see that you know that the PS5 version actually does run that well because that's the yeah, thing the PC it, version did run the best when it came out. The only way you could play the PS4 version was if you had a PS5 or a PS4 Pro. Yeah, that's it, I mean, at the, ever since I got it on the PS5, um, it, it's run fine. Uh, like my PC is is fine, but, but like. You know, there'd be it, you wouldn't wouldn't have got like solid, uh, you know, sixty frames a second, and mm. I haven't really tried it since. Um, mm. I don't know if there's any improvements, but like the um, the 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 updates, as I said, that like, that, that transmog thing is huge. People have wanted that for ages. Uh, they've added yeah. eleven new weapons in this one. Um, okay. Like there's. No, when a, say new do you mean like completely new or sort of re like not reskinned but like uh, new yeah. variations of new uh new new uh there's like a, a chain sword in there now for all the oh. uh, warhammer fans nice <laughs> um you're getting new gigs um and then there's there's oh they've added cross progression mm. so you can you know I could go play my current save on the PC from the PS5 and switch between the two, so you can do that as well. Nice. Um, they've they put in a few things from the anime as well, uh, specifically the main character's jacket um, and a gun that is inspired by something in the anime. Don't know, haven't seen it yet. Haven't found that gun either yet, so I don't know. Um, but it's like the... <laughs> It's it's not a it's not a real big thing to tie in the the anime. It's like you just randomly find a uh, like a a brain dance somewhere down an alley, and it plays this scene from the anime of some big fucking cyborg guy fucking up the police. Um, and then you're all like, oh, "What the hell was that?" Uh, and you ring a guy, and he's like, "Oh, it's it's this." The, the guy that you know the guy in the anime and uh mm. you try and find out more and you end up getting the jacket um and it doesn't tell you much more than that i think the anime takes place like slightly before um 2077 um and the other thing they added is this like 2d arcade game thing runner called roach race where you play as roach from richard witcher and it's just like you know, endless runner going to say you can actually download load that uh, for <laughs> on Android and iOS as well, and just play it. And uh, so they added that as an arcade machine in in all the all the apartments. Very good. Um. So yeah, that that has come out, and there's been other news as well. So they've got another big update coming soon, which is going to do stuff around uh the police. Uh, how they work, um, car combat, which uh, 
that doesn't really come up that often. Uh, melee combat is is getting uh, rejigged. Um, and then they also announced the expansion, which will be the paid expansion, Phantom Liberty. Uh, showed a wee trailer for that, where it's the uh, pledging allegiance to the U- new United States of America. Um, and then Johnny being like, you probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Keanu Reeves is back. Um, but of course, if you've don't want to spoil endings for anyone but mm. yeah that that sort of is before the end game of the uh of the main game but you can it the the game if you play through it now it gives you like a a warning to hard save at a certain point you know the point of no return so you could go finish the game now and then come back load that save and do the uh the expansion and it being cd project red um and known the size of the expansions in witcher 3 um it's gonna be big Mm. well was that that update was preparing for that wasn't it that update we got there uh no not really i think like there they said there is another update between now and then so this is coming out 2023 jesus that last update was 60 gig yeah I, I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of work. It just shows how not ready this game was. Uh, mad. I see. I thought they were doing this sort of thing. Ah, oh, they'll get it all updated now. So then, when you know the DLC or when they're ready to release the DLC, they just go. Boop, there you go. There's that noise again. Um, but you know, you know, just, just sort of a quick update to just unlock the DLC. But no, you're saying that there's still more to come. Download what? Jeez. That's a lot of work put into that game, though, hmm. since you think about it. Oof. Yeah, because they're not done with the expansion. Like, they're still working on that. That's that's not out till next year. And, uh, you know, I that, didn't realize it was that far away. That'll be a full-on paid expansion. Um, <laughs> obviously, you haven't played Witcher, but these things are uh, it would be a game in itself, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said it's the same same size as, as the, the Witcher stuff, so that's huge. Um, mm. They have also confirmed this is the only one they'll be doing yeah it's just a bit disappointing they have said they're dedicated to expanding the ip but uh not sure what that means will there be a cyberpunk 2 i mean it's sold well made them a ton of money yeah. that's why they've you know dedicated the last is it two years yep to just making good on stuff and and giving shit away for free and fixing the game um, because it did sell so many copies. Um, not sure how a Cyberpunk 2 would go down. Or if you could even call it Cyberpunk 2. Or how that would work. But um, yeah. They also said that the expansion is not coming to the current... Or, sorry, the last gen stuff. Um, Makes sense. It does. Because that was a huge mistake. Even doing the base game on, on yeah. those... Because that's a big part of what held the whole thing back was trying to get it to run on those. Um, yeah. Which is, that's totally on them. Uh, it's not an excuse. It, it, it's just, you know how it is. Everyone's like fucking shit scared to cut ties with the previous gen and just lean in. Uh, like we're only now getting dedicated, you know, current yeah. gen stuff that doesn't have a PS4 or a, an Xbox One version. That's two years it took to do that. Like, mm. uh, it's it's a bit mad. 
suppose the problem was no one could get PS5s and Series Xs at the start, though. Yeah, that's. That I, I guess I, I guess that's part of it, yeah. Hmm. But uh, is is that? I think that is all. in Cyberpunk I covered it. Um, yeah, other than that, that's that's all I've been playing really. And obviously, like I was playing Evil Dead as well. So, hmm. what, what more do you want from me? <laughs> well, I got so many hours. Uh, so news. Let's get into this new stuff. Um, so we've spoke here before about the whole Call of Duty thing and Microsoft buying Activision and PlayStation being not happy with us and trying to block it in every country they can, basically. Um, so Phil Spencer came out and and said they would have Call of Duty would come out um for several years, uh, I specifically said um, Jim Ryan, the PlayStation guy, has said that the deal was for three years beyond their current agreement that uh, Sony has with Activision. Um, and that means that there would be, even if Mike, this, even when this goes through and all, they would be releasing Call of Duty on PlayStation consoles up until 2027. And uh, that's not good enough, apparently. Like as we, as we were saying before we recorded, like it's it's got this. I don't think Call of Duty has the same pull it used to have. And this is only one game franchise we're talking about. I know the whole thing Sony's arguing is it's like trying to take a monopoly on a certain, uh, trying to take the monopoly on a on a on like a a particular. I'm trying trying to kind of word this. They're basically trying to cut off Sony completely by keeping Call of Duty because they think people make up their minds buying a console judged by Call of Duty alone. I mean, by that logic, and I know that this was multi-platform first and then Microsoft bought it, but, mm-hmm. like, why not Pokemon? Yeah. The literal biggest game in the world that sold the most. That's the highest selling franchise of all mm-hmm. is Pokemon. You can only get it on Nintendo consoles. Yeah. Um, but... The thing is, I mean, the, the the point of different video game consoles, your Xboxes, your Playstations, your your, your your Nintendos, they will have their own games. And yes, this franchise may have been on this freaking thing first and then moved over to this, but that's happened other ways as well. Like, Rare used to be exclusive to Nintendo, and now, or, aye, they used to be exclusive to Nintendo, sorry, and now they make games exclusively for Xbox, but no one's being all, oh, Jesus. It's just because Call of Duty had this big boom in the 360 era. It still is big. Uh, like, uh, not as big as it used to be, yeah. And and then there's the Warzone as well. Um, and- but would you say Call of Duty is pulling down the same money as, say, Fortnite? No. Jesus. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, at one stage, Call of Duty was Fortnite. It was the everyone had to have it. Everyone was playing it. Whereas now, it might still have a bit of size, but to try and make out that it's gonna make people choose which console they're gonna buy, that's insanity. Like, I don't think anyone these <sighs> days picks their console based on Call of Duty. I think I think you're too inside your own bubble, and I think that there, those people are still out there. There are those people that are. Would they be that numerous? 
yeah, especially in America, where all they buy every year is Madden and Call of Duty. Those people mm-hmm. exist, and that's that's who that's who Jim Ryan's worried about. I I just think the way he comes out, like the real fucking cringy markety uh, mm-hmm. like PlayStation is your identity shit. Because he, he's all like, Microsoft's proposal was inadequate in many levels, uh, levels and failed to take into account the impact on our gamers, as if those people can't go get an Xbox. Uh, and then we want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft proposal undermines this principle. It's like, no, nah, you want that Call of Duty money. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. It's like, stop trying to put it on like you're doing this for the people that bought your el- electronic product, which, by yeah. the way, you just jacked the price up yep. 30 quid. Also, by the way, you're the one that started the precedent for 70 pound yep. games. Uh, so shut the fuck up, Jim Ryan. Shut the fuck up. Instead and- of getting on like a fucking big crybaby that they're going to lose Call of Duty why doesn't Sony go right? Make your own damn culture. <laughs> why don't we? Ah, exactly. Why don't we make a brand new IP and make a put a fucking ton of work in there and make something that can maybe rival Call of Duty? I know, but oh, but Call of Duty has that name. Aye, but if you make something and it looks incredible and you fucking yeah. market it properly, you can have people going, "Jesus, I want to play this." That's so but, hard to get these days. So I say everyone's like. Uh, it all uh, it, the the brand has to have value already. It's like Disney doing dragging out all this shit. You know, it's like mm. we'll make a new film. Uh, let's not make a new one though. Uh, we'll just make Little Mermaid in live action. Uh, oh, oh, okay, that's easy. Uh, and it's because people recognize that. In the same way, we're like Call of Duty back uh, on like if you go before that three sixty PlayStation three, that was like a weird we fucking pretending to be Medal of Honor. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And then, I remember and then, playing Call of Duty on a, on a computer in a, around at a, a mate's house. And I remember going, this is just Medal of Honor. <laughs> and he's like, I, but it's a new team. And I was like, yeah, but it's just Medal of Honor. And obviously Medal of Honor was the game then. Call of Duty was the unheard of. And then boom, Call of Duty is the big name now. So there's nothing to stop someone going becoming a no-name, unknown, but amazing game and suddenly taking off. But like, as you say, just games these days or anything being made these days, people don't want to put the work in. They just want to go, what's popular or what's a big name? Boom, we'll do that. But if, if the same as well, that if anyone has been actually pretty good for creating new things, it's fucking Sony. I know. Horizon. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. You know, yep. like you didn't start out with a thing with these. You like made something original, but I guess it's it's a fucking thing where they have money coming in. It's still one of the biggest games in the world, and they're shit scared of losing it past twenty twenty seven. Who we're all going to be fucking dead by then anyway. So who cares? Yeah, uh, probably. The Earth is going to be a big ball of fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> the least of your worries is can you play? Call of Duty on a PlayStation? Seriously? Um, that's uh, probably enough about that. Didn't plan yeah. to spend that long talking about that fucking nonsense. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is making a, a new controller. Uh, well, they're making a new release of the uh, Elite Wireless Controller Series 2. Called the Elite Wireless uh, Controller Series 2 
core. It's white and it takes out all of the accessories, basically. So it looks like it's the same thing. You know, you can switch on the hair triggers at the back. You can adjust the tightness of the thumbsticks, but then it doesn't come with the paddles. It doesn't come with the different height thumbsticks. It doesn't come with the additional D-pad. And you can buy all that shit separately then as well. Um, So it's going to cost £115. which is £45 cheaper than the just the normal Series 2, not the, not the core version. Mm. But then the if you want to buy all the MacGuffins for it, to buy that pack with all those, it's actually £55, so you end up being more expensive. Uh, so, yeah, if you were like planning to get that stuff at some point, maybe just buy it all at once. Um, yeah. Uh, it will also, uh, you know, the way Microsoft has that design lab where you can design your own controller. Oh, yes, right. You're going to be able to do that to the elites as well. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Sony announced a new controller, Xbox announced a new controller. <laughs> Fucking hell. Enough of this console war nonsense, eh? Um, <laughs> I suppose related to that, not to be outdone again, Sony have, are releasing this god. God, awful. Look, I, I don't like this at all. It's a great camouflage collection. Oh, Jesus. I... Have you seen it? Oh, they're shocking looking. It's a, a skin. It is a skin that you're buying. It's not like a, they're not selling full on PlayStations in this. No, just it's just the white shell. But yeah. Uh, and then the headset and the controller all in this drab, shitty looking camouflage. Um, man, and I I really like the the colors they did alright, like the the blue, pink, uh, and purple. Mm. Um, I have I have a red one that's not listed here, which uh, I like the, the the controller I have. Um, and then I guess some people like the camouflage. I guess so. Probably probably Call of Duty players. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. I get annoyed at uh, just constantly losing my controller. Yep. Not how you're supposed to see it when it's camouflaged. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can get a controller, whatever color you want. Oh, you can paint a controller. Just try that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad idea. Take it to one of them. Uh, did you ever see them boys that do like the the paint dipping? Whatever you oh, want, they sort of. It would dip not them. survive that. Probably. Well, no, you'd have to take the shell off it and just do the shell itself and all. <laughs> Ah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Did, did you see, um, <laughs> there's a very nice looking God of War one. I've seen that. Yeah, that's pretty cool looking. But that, I don't know if that's actually Sony or is that fans doing that? That's fans. That's Because uh, anyone can make these shells. Um, yeah. Because mine, <laughs> mine Sony were suing yep. the crowd because they're like, you can't put X's and squares and circles and stuff on there. <laughs> So they had to change all the wee symbols. To be fair, I mean, those guys were acting like big balls as well. Going, oh, sue us, we dare So Sony <laughs> went, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they're acting like big Like, that was stupid of them, but yes. uh, f- fuck Sony at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, like, 
Like, <laughs> it, it was like two dickheads having an argument, and you're just going looking at the terror of them, going, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> That's usually what uh, you know gaming is to me. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm usually watching two dickheads have an argument. I'd say the actual playing of them. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> and the, the politics of gaming is two decades having an argument there you go we, we just perfect analogy for the gaming community what a bunch of decades i like speaking of people arguing about stuff that uh and being decades like yeah so overwatch 2 is a right. game uh someone uh leaked half a story uh saying that new heroes would be part of the battle pass that you have to unlock and pay for Right, uh, and then uh, John Spector Blizzard had to come out and say, "Yeah, they're part of the battle pass, but they're on the free track of the battle pass." Stop, All right, that's pretty stop cool. Lion, you bastards! To be fair, because Overwatch Two is free to play, I would have expected to pay for the new characters at least. So the fact that they're free is actually not too bad. Mm. Do you like say, for example, a Rainbow Six Siege? Does that do they charge you money for your new uh, people? Yeah, operators. I believe they, they call I, them. I believe they come on packs. I right, right, okay. But I think uh, it wouldn't have been good. Like the f- you know Overwatch. The f- it's the same fucking game. This is two. Not it's it's an update yeah. for Overwatch. But they can't go from like giving all the heroes away for free. True, and the way those games work, it would kind of be unfair if someone didn't have access to all the heroes. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's like, if, oh, we need a tank, and it's like, oh, shit, I don't have any tanks, sorry. I, <laughs> you wouldn't have any, but you know what I mean. I'm sure you still have a, a full roster at the start. Is there any heroes that didn't make it into the starting lineup or two? I haven't really paid that much attention to it. <laughs> like, See, I'm, I, when it comes I out, I will try it, like... Yeah, see, I was wondering this, but my my big thing is, if you took away certain heroes, you're gonna piss people off because not not just because you know their favorite character maybe isn't there, but they maybe have bought loot boxes to get skins for those people, and if you're turning around and going, ah, you've paid because the big thing they said at the start, all your skins and everything will carry over to Overwatch Two. Yeah. So if they turn around and go, I all your skins and I'll carry over, but this character, this character, and this character don't make it, you're going to be like, wait the fuck a minute, I paid such and such a money for your stupid loot boxes just so I could get Dr. Junkenstein. And it's like, I, don't you dare take Junkrat away from me. Yeah, yeah that's a very valid point. Um, so I think it would be a bit mental. They, I'm going to be... Might, Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, they might... I don't know, your first season or uh, your first battle pass, do you maybe put some of the old characters on the free track to unlock? And Oof, once you get I, them, all your stuff comes with them? Uh, but then people will be like, oh, you're ripping us off because you're putting a thing I already had uh, that I have to unlock and you could have mm. put someone new on there. Uh, I'm going to be absolutely shocked if this isn't a fucking disaster <laughs> when it comes <laughs> out. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Uh, you could be right. Yeah. We'll have to sit and watch everyone argue. Uh, Ubisoft did a thing. <laughs> an E3-like thing, and they talked about... Oh, why a lot about Assassin's Creed? Uh, so, 
too, some would say too much Assassin's Creed. Yep. You learned nothing from last time, you idiots. I guess it, that was the point. Everyone got sort of pissed off with Assassin's sick Creed. Of it. They had to and then, skip a year, do Origin, yep. completely redo everything from the ground up. And I think since they've done Origin, I, I, well, right, so of all, here's all the things they announced. So Assassin's Creed Mirage. We haven't really spoke about that, but the rumor of that that is pretty much confirmed that that was going to be the next game uh, based in Baghdad when Baghdad was literally the center of the fucking world. Like, everything was happening in Baghdad in the world, uh, like, in the, the first century. Um, or not the first century, the uh, fucking the ninth century. Um, so, grand. Okay, so this is the follow-up to Valhalla. Um some would say we're seeing the same sort of for me at least we're seeing the same diminishing returns that we saw previously when they did this you know started with origins great odyssey was great um valhalla ah, uh, has been around for a couple of years now though hasn't it yeah they've been supporting it with additional content at least and and now they've going back to the old ways <laughs> mm. and now we've got yeah mirage from that uh but then they're talking about this whole thing they were almost like a live service thing that, that, that had been talked about assassin's creed infinity which i take as a threat hi <laughs> <laughs> do, do not threaten me with infinity assassin assassin's creed <laughs> So, from my understanding of them describing this, this is just a launcher. Mm. This is like their Ubisoft launcher thing, and except it's just for Assassin's Creed. And they're all like, uh, all right, all the games, you'll launch them from here. I was like, okay, so it's a launcher. Aye, but we'll have story stuff. We'll continue the modern day story stuff through here. But we're not going to tell you how we'll do that. It's like, are you just going to have videos on there as well? Um... Is anyone that into Assassin's Creed that's like, yes, I don't want to play anything ever again but Assassin's Creed. I eat, sleep, and shit Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, no thanks. Um, yeah, so the first game on that platform, I guess, is Assassin's Creed codename Red, which will be the thing that everyone has been asking, why don't you do an Assassin's Creed here? Feudal Japan, where you are a shinobi. Mm. It took you way too long to get here, but they're finally okay. doing that. And then another one called Assassin's Creed Hex, which will take place during the Holy Roman Empire's witch trials in Europe. Mm. Um, so Mirage is supposed to come out in 2023. And then, I think they said code name Red is supposed to come out in 2023. Uh, fuck knows when Hacks comes out. And then there's another one based in China coming out on mobile. Of course there is. And that's, this is too much Assassin's Creed. Would you like to know, because I've quickly checked there, would you like to know how many Assassin's Creed games there's actually been? Gone ahead. 25. Jesus Christ, I was expecting to say, like, it can't be as many as Final Fantasy, but th there you go. There Final Fantasy. Thir there's 13 main games, 
and then there's 12 spin-offs and i don't mean like spin-offs as if you know like we stupid mobile games i mean the likes of your you know your bloodlines you know your freedom cry your you know uh you know liberation and things like that as well which were actually sort of actual games so you've 13 mainline games and then 12 spin-off games like let me put it this way only Two of your spin-off games have actually been mobile games. The rest of them have been on the, your PlayStations and your things like that. So even if you'd want to discount the mobile ones, you're still talking 10 spin-offs and 12, sorry, 13 main games. That's fucking bonkers for a series that started in 2007. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit crazy. It's 15 years old and it has that yep. many games. Yep. Good God. Like... Do uh, Elder Scrolls fans, are, are they just looking at this going, fuck's sake? I'll not tell you what Silent Hill fans be saying. Oh. Fuck We're, we're, actually, we're, we're hoping we don't get anything else. Aye. We're hoping it's left alone. It's Silent Hill fan over here hoping they don't make any more ever again. Aye them leaked screenshots are getting out of hand these days apparently though that's real except it's from a thing that was from ages ago when Bloober team made the pitch to do this and oh, I hope right. they got turned down <laughs> but they probably didn't well I don't know that's probably where the f- if they pitched this a while ago and we haven't heard anything from it I reckon that's where the fucking medium came from then uh, I hope you're right uh, oh, we'll make our own then. Oh, it's push. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, try to justify pedophilia. Oh, no, what did we do? <laughs> what? <laughs> you fucking right, I. <laughs> the end of that game is fucked up in ways you do not want it to be fucked up. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> fucking play it. It's like some people with mental health problems are too far gone and you should just execute them. Yep. That's that's what that game says, and it says, "Hey, look, this guy's a child predator, but let's make you, let's let's make him sympathetic." Nope. Oh no. I, I like I get they're trying to be controversial and take on. Oh, we're talking about the stuff that people don't. It's like, but I uh, you kind of need to, you know, form a more whole mm. thought on it before you go just going more relatable principle like. Yeah, let's let's just not. Yeah. Also, your game's kind of boring, but <laughs> your game is the same as all your other fucking games. Uh, uh, what else did they talk about? <laughs> Some other shit. Um, <laughs> uh, probably being a bit harsh here. I will play a Ubisoft game. Like that, I enjoyed Far Cry Six. I pl- finished it, so I must. That's have. right. That's Ubisoft. Um, it's just they're they're very much a quantity over quality type of, you know. Yeah, you could you can tell if you if you say to someone it's an Ubisoft style game, they instantly know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's my I, problem with Ubisoft. All their games are the Ubisoft style. Here's a big map. You have to do these towers to see the whole map. Here's a bunch of you know collections and stuff, and you liberate this, and then there's a couple of missions, and that's your game. Then they should Division Heartlands, which is free to play. The Division in small town America, 
Um, I think I've had enough of Division as well. It's just they like anything that hits even slightly they're like right we're running with this for the next fucking 15 years and just doing the same thing over and over um what else uh rainbow six mobile cool um and they're doing a new mario and rabbits which is probably the most different type of game they do because that's like uh that's the tactics turn based kind of like XCOM thing, mm. but with Mario. <laughs> um, yeah. And Rayman's going to be in it, so there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about if you like doing sequels? And I know you like doing sequels. Mm. Making you fucking Rayman. You fucking yeah. cowards. I'd be this, up for that. Those Rayman games, those last few, fucking brilliant. Amazing. Probably the best games they, that have come out of Ubisoft, mm. I would be, yeah, I'd be confident enough to say that. Um, Disney had some fucking, uh, a, a, some big Disney event where they like, look at all this Disney merchandise, uh, and they they show a bunch of tat with, my, with a mouse on it, um, and everyone goes, yay, I'll give you my money. Uh, the, it had a game section. Um, they showed Lego Star Wars, the collection, special edition, whatever. Um, what else was there? There was that fucking thing that's kind of like Animal Crossing. I can't remember what it's called. I played a bit of that as well, and it's it's so boring. Uh, but the the main thing, they, they... finally showed was amy hennings new game that she's working on and it's a very short teaser uh it is captain america uh, black panther in world war ii uh four playable characters yet it is single player um do you think if they asked and i'm not trying to this is going to sound so sexist but i'm not trying to sound sexist i'm trying to have a go with writers (laughs) um do you think if they asked amy henning what style of game she'd be playing or what style of game she's making, she'd go, what's that? Uh, you mean, what's the story? And they're like, no, no, no. Is it, you know, third person action or first person? She'd be like, I have no idea. Shut up. Get back to my story. I want to write. Leave me alone. I don't know why she's suddenly got an Irish accent, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone's making a big deal out of this this writer and this game. And you're like, what if she makes some well, mobile touch? She, she, she's not just, it's not just writing. She does she, She's like the lead. Hmm. So she she's like Neil Druckmann to that like he he took did the Last of Us stuff so like he is over everything and that's that's what she she's the creative lead of a thing and yeah it takes on all the writing but like don't tell her short she's very good at what she does and she would have had more impact than just writing a story um like uh the oh, fuck I forgot what they're called. Uncharted games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it's not like she just wrote the story, hand them a script, and said, Where you go. Uh, she would have been there the whole fucking thing and wrote a script. Um, well, I know she'd done the first three, and then she wasn't involved with the fourth one. Because mm. she was gone by then. And that's why yeah. everyone was saying, Oh, the fourth Uncharted's got to be awful. I, I, again, that's the other side of it. It takes more than one person to make a game. 
Yes. And that, why she was a lead, she wasn't the only fucking person there. And uh-huh. all the other people that have made games with her were still doing their parts. I, think, I think that's for my sort of this whole oh she's making this new game yeah, yeah. for my whole un- unimpressed thing comes from it's like he's all said he's all said uncharted 4 was going to be rubbish without her and it was the best so uh, yeah I, w- I would never say that that either like it's all, like, well all, you know yourself all the websites and shit was blown up oh she's left it's gonna be shit no i'm like i have to admit because of the big delay they were making i was like oh man uncharted 4 is gonna be it's gonna be probably pretty shit and then i played it i was like this is epic i think there's there's only one example of of that that i can think of as where it's like you take one person out of this and the whole thing's fucked and that's kojima uh specifically with konami but that's more because less of him being too good more to do with konami being absolutely shit yeah yeah yep 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 um and him being the last fucking thing that was you know Willing, willing to actually do something now. Uh, when, mm. uh, 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 hey, that Guardians of the game, Guardians of the game, Guardians of the Galaxy game, was fantastic. So this could be fantastic too. Did we she do that? Know. No, no, but it was very the same type of you know very character oh, right. story driven game. And uh, if this is something like that, then then it'll be good. Hmm. Um. Time wise, there. Uh, the one I picked out here because I just thought it was funny. Uh, I guess it's not funny if you bought this, but it's funny to me. Oh dear! <laughs> Babylon's fall. Is oh being, Jesus! <laughs> it's being shut down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's amazing. Well, it's like. It, in its second week, no one was fucking playing it. Uh, so, <laughs> but they, they, oh fuck me, they tried to keep that alive. Hey, and was it at one point it had what four players or something? It's like, <laughs> yep, uh, these are this is fucked. Stop trying, and they kept trying to do stuff and update it and save it. And it's like nobody's fucking playing it. Nobody gives a fuck. Uh, <sighs> Oh, there was there. There's one piece of news from Ubisoft I forgot about. What's that? Uh, they are following the pattern that Sony started and going to start charging. Oh yeah, uh, shit. Uh, they are bringing Ubisoft Plus to PlayStation to Xbox though, which is oh, the subscription okay. thing, and they put their all their shit up day one. Hmm. So if you want to play a Ubisoft game, pay for a month of that and then get your fill of it and then before you hit the 70 pound mark, I guess. I am completely fine with not playing any Ubisoft games day one. I don't know the last time I played a Ubisoft game on release. Um, Yeah. Before we move off the game news, there's one bit of news we have to get out because this literally was was announced. I was just gonna go into like there is a or there just was a Nintendo Treehouse thing, and I was just gonna quickly run through or Nintendo Direct. I was gonna quickly run through what was what happened there. I haven't really looked at any of this in uh, detail. You might wait for that, but if you want to run through it now, fuck it. New Fire Emblem game. That last one was really good. So, but also. Why won't you make a new Advance Wars? I know they made that remake and delayed it because of the war, but mm. like make a new one. 
just do it. Um, <laughs> the, the Harvest Moon on the GameCube is getting released on the Switch. Ooh. That, uh, yep. Uh, the Project Zero Mask of the Lunar, uh, which only, uh, or Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, which only came out on the Wii, is coming to the Switch next year. Um, it Takes Two is coming to Switch. That's a co-op game that you can only play in co-op. Mm. Uh, Pikmin 4 is finally being confirmed, being made. I have never played a Pikmin game in my life. Same. But, but I hear they're good. Um, Octopath Traveler 2 is coming out. I didn't really like the... I liked the art style, but I didn't really like the way it... You know, you played eight characters, hmm. but it felt like they all had their individual stories and they didn't really mesh together too well. Oh, yeah, that one. I remember talking about uh, that now. Breath of the Wild sequel has a fucking name. Ooh. Tears of the Kingdom. It's It's coming out next May. So Not- everyone can now shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> uh, Tunic is coming to the Switch. That was... Uh, and it's also coming to the PlayStation. Uh, that was sort of inevitable. Um, mm. Resident Evil Village. <laughs> Resident Evil 7. Uh, and uh, Resident Evil 2, 3 remakes are all coming to the Switch. Uh, but it is on the cloud. So... Ah, that'll be awful. Man, I, it will it will be, but if you have literally no other way, would you rather yeah. not play those games at all or play them in the cloud? Uh, if like if you've no other choice, mm. I would have to own a pro- like see a proper switch. Obviously, I only have the light. See a proper switch? Can it do a wired connection? Uh, I maybe. I was going to check. If I could, there's too many cables here, and I'll. If I could do a wired over. connection, then yeah. If I had no other choice. But mm. I would not cloud gaming over a wireless network as no, like you do not pointless. Want do <laughs> don't want to do that. No. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion uh, is coming out in December. Oh, okay. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Del- Deluxe uh, is coming out next year as well as that. I'm not too familiar with Kirby stuff. Uh, got the next set of tracks for Mario Kart 8. Hmm. Everybody's Golf. Yeah. Except Pretty it's um, Easy Come, Easy Golf. Hmm. If Sony weren't using it, I get. You can. Uh, it's. It, I. I was. There's a PS4. Everybody's Golf. Is there? Yeah. I. I was playing it when I had the. You know the premium subscription because it was oh, on, yeah. on that. I'll and be damned. Um, Tales of uh, Symphonia uh, is being remastered, uh, which will come out on other things besides the Switch. Um, Factorio is coming out on the Switch. Uh, I don't know what that is. Theat Rhythm? Mm, can't say I've heard of that one. Oh, wait, is that that Souls-like thing? It's a rhythm game? All right, okay, sorry. I, oh, no, I'm thinking... No... I know the one you're talking about now, sorry. I got that, know that new Souls-like thing that came out recently on the PlayStation and Xbox and everyone was talking about it. It began with, it has like a Theasum theasm name or something like that. Oh yeah, I know what you're on about. This, you know is, on about this is a Final Fantasy rhythm game. All right. Um, they showed some uh, 
Bayonetta uh, gameplay, which I need to watch to see how it runs. Because I really want to play Bayonetta 3, and I really <laughs> don't want to play it on the Switch. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the last one to you. Off you go. Finally. Finally. After 25 long years. Well, we know we weren't waiting for it from the start, but GoldenEye has been announced. It is happening, <laughs> and it is coming to the Switch and to the Xbox, which is pretty damn cool. Uh, still shocked that Sony, the owners of James Bond, didn't put their foot in the door and go, we want that as well. But as we were discussing, Jim Ryan's a fucking idiot. But doesn't uh, care about old games. He, does he doesn't not, care about old games. He does not. He has said that. He does not give a shit about old games. Idiot. Doesn't give a fuck about, uh, like, you know, preserving that past or anything. Just gives mm. zero. Like, the stuff you got, uh, you get in the, the PlayStation Plus Premium is, you're lucky you're getting that, basically. That, that mm. is, like, bare minimum effort. But, the yeah, enough. has <laughs> no... <laughs> He has no idea how important this game is. And I know there'll be people who have never played this before going, why is this a big deal? And it's like, this is the game that proved that first-person shooters could work on a console. This mm-hmm. is this is, this is the game that made everyone go, hey, not only is this a good video game for a movie, this video game is better than the fucking movie. This, this, is, this <clears throat> is fucking perfection in a cartridge. And we've been wanting it for so long for 10-year anniversary, 15-year anniversary, and then 25 came up. And we didn't think it was going to happen. You know, there was all these rumors and all this here, but it's finally happened. GoldenEye is coming. The strange thing is, though, and again, I'm not going to complain. I will either, I'll see how it runs on the Switch, but I don't, the only problem is I only have a Switch Lite and I'll want it on the big screen and I'll have to find a way to work around this then. But uh, Just get that PC version. I probably will, but the Switch has online multiplayer and no other version does. Oh yeah, I what the know. fuck? <laughs> oh, that's kind of messed up. That's that's <laughs> that's a bit messed up, like so bonkers. And on top of that, the original. So this is the nice sort of new version we're talking about. The original N sixty four version is being actually. Added to, oh, you know oh, what? Don't worry. What? If you buy it on PC, someone uh-huh. will mod that shit in. That's a good point too. That is a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's a good point. So happy, I'm, I'm a happy man. I'm happy man. But I'm, I'm, I can't. I, for for the longest time, I thought it's never going to see the light of day. There's going to be all this red tape and bullshit to get through. But it's great to finally see that two companies, you know, Rare was as we as we mentioned at the start of the podcast. Rare worked exclusively for Nintendo a long time ago. Made GoldenEye, you know, blew up and were bought then by Microsoft. Uh, so we never thought we'd see GoldenEye, but the two companies have worked around each other and are happy that both of them are now getting this legendary game being remade, and I am so <clears throat> fucking excited. The only thing I can pray that maybe this gets changed, I can't see it being done, but uh, you have to put Dr. Doke back in the game. We we need the legend from Northern Ireland back in, uh... back in GoldenEye. <laughs> I don't know if that might cause legal issues or yeah, something, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, ju- I just like the well, idea well of you like waiting twenty five years for this. Like you got this in ninety seven, and was like, I can't wait them for them to remaster this new game. <laughs> the day it came out, yeah. The thing I think it was just like you. 
you you said you never owned the N64, but you remember that controller? Yeah, that's it. Was interested as how? What's the how's this oh. gonna play? Two sticks? Are we just gonna I'm, do two sticks? I'm praying they do. See, the thing was technically right. So I don't I don't want to get into it here because I know we've we've the wrestling to talk about. But technically, you could do twin stick aiming on Goldeneye on the N64. You needed two controllers. Oh God! But you could do twin stick. <laughs> So technically, Nintendo invented the twin stick before anyone else. Uh, but if you only had the Fuck. one controller, like normal people, um, you had to use, well, depending on your control system, you could use the stick to move around and then the C buttons to look up and down, which is kind of how most people played it. Or there, if you're... there is a modern USB version of the N64 controller that you can use on PC, you can use it on Switch. They should say, no, you have to use the N64 controller. <laughs> Uh, and it, uh, if you have two, you can do the twin stick. And then because it's online, everyone will buy two of those fucking controllers. Because <laughs> you would have such an advantage. Yep. You really you I can move and aim at the same time. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, very, very excited that GoldenEye is, is actually happening. Um, which is kind of funny because it comes in the same week that I managed to purchase the GoldenEye soundtrack on vinyl. So... That's pretty cool. That's that's your life is complete now. Yep, I do like mixing <laughs> golden eye in case you didn't know. Um, right. So let's talk about wrestling. Hmm. Oh. Mm. Updates. Updates. Yeah. So we talked about all the CM Punk shit last mm. week. Everybody suspended. I don't, was everyone suspended when we talked about it last week? No, we didn't know they, what we talked. Because dynamite hadn't happened yet, so everybody suspended uh, that was involved: Punk, Box, Omega, uh, Cutler, um, Christopher Pat, Daniels, yeah, and Pat Buck, Pat Buck, fucking uh, Nakazaki, <laughs> or, or Nakazawa, Nakazawa. <laughs> um, anyone involved and there is a third party legal investigation going on um and the titles the aw world title and the trios titles have been vacated um bte is on hiatus uh, mm. someone is doing everything they can to avoid getting sued and who's a boy that loves to sue people yeah anyway so that's where we find ourselves at the start of uh, this week's Dynamite. Um, yeah, there's been more, like, both sides of the story have been sort of got out there uh, with, you know, the boxing Kenny apparently kicking doors down and then uh, maybe they didn't kick a door down. That was just a turn of phrase, but they were they came in um, and you would say, well, well, CM Punk did say, come find me if you have a problem. Uh, not. I guess we didn't realize that meant I will fight you. Um, right. and then the, like the the story the story from the Bucks point of view hasn't really changed, and this hasn't come straight from any of them. It's like they came in, um, punches started being thrown, uh, and a chair was thrown, and people got bit, uh. The funniest thing about this is apparently Kenny Omega's part in all this 
Was him trying to save Pug's ugly wee dog? <laughs> yeah. Larry. That's he was what just it, there to save the dog. That's what he was doing. Um, and then Ace Steel bit him. Not the dog. Ace Steel bit him. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, it's a fucked up thing. Uh-huh. Um, I think yeah, like everyone's clear on what Punk did at the uh, post-match or uh, post-pay-per-view scrum was definitely him completely burying the entire fucking company, uh, mm. making Tony Khan look like a fucking arsehole. Like, me yep. and Tony Khan look so shit. He should be livid with him. He should have shut him down during the thing and said, shut the fuck up, get out. Take yep. your fucking muffins and get out. He should have. Um, no matter what he thinks the elite hangman or anyone did, there was no call for that. And then also, like, uh, we went over this last week, but it's just the uh, saying that people have done nothing. Um, and he could have been referring to Colt Cabana in has done nothing in this business, but you cannot sit there with a straight fucking face and say Kenny Omega, The Bucks, and Hangman Page have done nothing in this business. Mm. The, the guy you beat for the title is one of those, like, come on. Um mm. But yeah, the this whole thing, which started before All Out and that, um, has definitely had a negative impact on yeah uh, on the pay per view sales and such, and get selling tickets for like Grand Slam, for example, uh, mm. that's coming up soon. They're they're not that 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 pay per view sold out within minutes, or not pay per view that event sold out within minutes last year. And it's not sold out now. So, mm. um, and a lot of that has to rest at the feet of of Punk. Mm-hmm. It's like he said, I'm here to run a business, here to sell tickets. It's like, well, yeah, that's what Hangman was trying to do. And then you had a wee hissy yep. fit and now you're doing this. And uh, you died. Nobody wants to buy a ticket. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so our plans then going towards Grand Slam. Uh, Tony Khan, who got booed, it's like, not sure why you're doing that, but whatever. Um, Booing a pre-recorded message, like... A pre-recorded, <laughs> he got booed, he came out in person, got booed again at the end after the cameras turned off, but whatever. All right. Um, I'm not sure if they're booing him because like, he suspended the you know, elite in that, or... Mm. spend anyone's like, what the fuck do you want him to do you have to like this isn't a wrestling thing this is an hr thing there was yeah. a physical altercation at the workplace we need to investigate what happened everyone involved gets suspended that's fucking normal yep. you don't want to get sued by people um some people struggle to separate the wrestling and the actual real world side of things sometimes i think yeah. You know, you know, there'll be people on the internet still thinking that this is all a storyline. Oh, 100% there's people going, no, that, it's a work, it's a work, it's a work. If it's, if it, if it's, if it's a work, I'm going to be very angry and stop watching. That's what I'm going to do. It's like, fuck you, Tony Khan. I'm slapping you if I ever see you. How dare <laughs> you play me like that? Um, anyway, so, right, so he said we will decide new trios type champions tonight. Dynamite. Yep. Uh, it's between the best friends, Orange Cassidy and uh, Death Triangle. And then we're going to have a tournament, a tournament of the champions uh, to decide the new AEW world champion. 
And this entire show, to me, it it felt very resetty. Yeah. Like it's like okay, let's start healing this shit. Let's start getting back to putting on, doing what got us here in the first place. Putting on fantastic fucking wrestling matches. Let's mm. go back and do that and stop all this fucking right, all that drama shit. It's over here. That'll be taken care of. In the back, we don't need to know about that. Let's just put on good fucking wrestling again. In the um, meantime. Here's MJF to open the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this this was this is really good. I knew he was playing up the face thing and he was gonna turn on to me. He's laying it on so thick. Coming out in the, the Buffalo whatever the fuck's jersey. Um and you know, saying some quarterback is the best quarterback okay. of all time. High five and Taz and everything. So he was. <laughs> he noticed he, he didn't high five. I give him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's genius! But so, I, he was laying it on so thick about um, how much he, he liked Buffalo and all because it's just down the down the street from the best place in the world and all and all that there. But <laughs> he then obviously got down to business. Started talking about his big title shot, and everyone was loving him. Everyone was absolutely loving him. Um, and then obviously he gets interrupted by a very angry Max. I love how he comes out and he's just like, "You're absolutely full of shit." <laughs> or he might have said crap. I don't know. He should have said shit. No, he said he said shit. Um, <laughs> and now that he doesn't, he just just drops the facade at that point. <laughs> He does. Uh, first, he takes the hockey, or was it a football or a hockey cup? It was football because I know the, the 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 hockey team is the Buffalo Sabers, and that's that's not what, what ah, he's right. wearing. Oh yeah, because right. he was talking about quarterbacks. Quarterback, right, right. Right. hockey don't have um, quarterbacks. I love what he said first. <laughs> so let me get this straight, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm not being sincere here in Buffalo in front of all these grotesque per? Lord asses, we're quite possibly the worst football team in the history of the United States of America. <laughs> and wipes his ass with the ah, oh, it's the Buffalo Bills. There you go. Even see when he still was doing the facade, there was a bit I laughed at. I can't remember why, but he pointed to a woman in the crowd and had a go at her weight. And then he told her, and he's all, "Don't worry, love. I'm only kidding. You're beautiful. I'll see you after the show." Because <laughs> they started booing him when he said it. And then he quickly just turned it around again. He's so good at working a crowd. Eh? Yeah. Um, so MJF's talking about the uh, he wants the the title because he used it as a bargaining chip in the bidding war of 2024. Mm. He mentions WWE. He mentions his favorite wrestler Triple H. And his um, best friend. And his best friend Cody Rhodes. I don't <laughs> think that's how you, you guys left that, but okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then he tries to take off his shirt. <laughs> Excalibur. If he's struggling against the shirt, I don't like his chances against Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he has been hitting the gym very, very fucking hard. He has. He's big boy. Um, but the, and then Moxley goes on and it's like, uh, um, yeah, he, he wants. He says he wants the ball. He's mm. going to take the shot. Um. Yeah, Moxie's really stepped up here. Yeah. like He, he was, was meant to be to, on holiday? Yes. Aye. And he just comes in and says, like, right, fuck all this. I am the guy. Mm. 
Fuck everybody else. This is I am the heart and soul of this fucking industry, this business, and I'm gonna be champion. I don't think he's gonna be champion. He's, he has earned that that holiday, and I would like to see oh, a yeah. new champion. Um, but yeah, this um, good sort of recovery. Um, we can start by healing the damage done to the world title, which mm. has been damaged. We had interim shit. A squash match, and then uh, a, a vacation. Is that right? It's been vacated, um, and the, yeah, it's it's been messed about, and that booking's been really messy, and that's that's yep. what's hurt. And it's, I mean, you can't blame the elite for any of that because that's all booking around punk. <laughs> yep. So so, whatever you think there. Uh, Death Triangle, best friends, uh, have this trios match. Uh, it's a great match. I oh, was like, oh, the best friends get an shot at this. But uh, no. Um, I'm betting your favorite part of this was when Danhausen uh, wheeled um, <laughs> Abahantres in the balls. Alex Abahantres. I love the way he, he doesn't do the normal low blow. He pure Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage straight punch. <laughs> and then he tries to, to... I don't know why he tried this. Trying, yeah. try, trying to start Pac and Pac just kicks his head off. <laughs> As you expect a Pac. Yeah, Pac takes no shit. Yeah, Death Triangle, get the titles. Don't hate it. It's fucking Pac. First ever yeah. double champion. Double bastard champion. Yeah. Uh, in AEW history. Um, which is which is good, and and that's 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 what I really noticed with the show it was like putting it was a lot of focus on the people who have been there, you, you yep. know. So let's make Pac, Ray, Phoenix, and and Penta look like fucking badasses here, and then also you got you know the best friends, Orange Cassidy out there first. Um, after that we had we're doing this. Dark Order, Jose, the assistant, trying to recruit Ten, trying to get him oh, to yeah. sign things. John Silver, fucking hell, he's brilliant. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, because I'm guessing this is going to lead to a match between Silver and Rush. Yeah, I can see. They that. looked like they were squaring up with each other. So, could you see this leading to Ten leaving, taking <sighs> the mask off? Oh man, if. Like, Dark Order, they, they had this whole thing where Dark Order is here forever and all, but Jesus, I'd hate to think they're slowly but surely going to disintegrate Dark Order. Uno's got a new mask, which is half his, half Ten, so... Hey, Ten's got a new mask as well, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, don't be don't be fucking breaking up Dark Order, Jesus Christ. Uh, Penelope Ford versus Tony Storm in a very good match. This was actually really good. Penelope Ford, I don't know what she was doing while she was away, but she's got way better. Mm-hmm. And I'm into it. Yep. She gets most of the offense in this. Yep. It was a very, very good match. Um, Tony Storm wins in the end. Um, yeah, she's interim world, women's world champion. Don't do the interim stuff. It just, it's too messy. Yeah. Someone gets injured, take the title off and just... Um, we get the acclaimed, and right. uh, yeah, he's about to do his rap. Yeah, they're getting another shot at the titles at Grand mm. Slam. Yeah, Swerve doing the biggest heel move of all, 
interrupting Max Caster's rap and said, enough of that. Yep. But it's only Swerve. There's no Keith Lee. Yeah, because Keith Lee's still a face. Mm, it's clever they're, how they're doing that. They're a heel, heel and a face. Swerve is corrupting Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're heading towards Swerve versus Keith Lee at the end of this. So, yeah. Mm. There is no way Acclaimed aren't winning. I know they have to at this stage. I reckon Tony Khan is like, uh, whatever you want, whatever fans, you can have whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Just, just shut up. Just keep tuning in. Mm. Uh, Jericho and his society are backstage, so he's got uh, Brian Danielson in the. Well, he doesn't know that. Well, he doesn't know that, but he does know that, and spoils. Yeah. The fucking match. So he says he's going to beat Brian Danielson next week again and go on to win the tournament because he's in the tournament as well. Yep. Brian Danielson is in the first round versus uh, Hangman. Jericho the has a bye. Yep. The match, match has not, not happened yet. Nope. Good one, Jericho. Yep. Uh, another match in the first round of that tournament is Sammy Guevara versus Darby. Um, point out, I like the way he, in the tournament they've all like given everyone their credentials mm. you know like uh and they've counted titles from outside so you know brian danielson is uh what was he six-time world champion chris yep. jericho's seven-time world champion um moxley is three-time said three-time didn't it yep it's yeah, a three-time so, AEW champion i think oh did it hi huh. no was he three-time so that depends if you count the interim reign and then him winning it as two, you know, him doing the unification as two separate ones. Uh, but he did hold the WWE title once. Ah, well then, fair enough. That's probably what that is then. Um, and then it, it uh, we got Sammy and his TNT title reigns. Uh, same with um, Darby. And Darby's longest running TNT champion ever. He yeah. still is the longest, so that's why he got it. It's, it's pretty cool that they've all had... They're all belt holders, and that's why they're in. Yeah. So the that match is on the Rampage. Um, uh, then Next up, we had the TNT title match. Um, Wardlow on his way out, wondering, where the hell's my music? Yep. <laughs> we see him backstage. He's like, where's my music? His music is playing. They played his old music. Yeah, I wonder that he's switching back to that, which I kind of... Or were they like, oh shit, we haven't got it lined up here, quick, throw the old one off. I would, I really wouldn't mind if they switch back to the old one. Yeah, either one, I was happy. I, I just think that the old one's better though. Yeah, I do, I prefer the old one. Like, I I love, you know, extreme metal, like, whatever you want to call it, death metal, like, I, I'm into that kind of shit, but I think, played in an arena, it's a bit muddy. Mm. And you sort of can't, but see when you just hit that, this is war, yep. like you know who that is immediately. Yep. Uh, so 100%. yeah, I, I think it just works better as as theme music. Ah, uh, he fucks up Tony Nice. That's right, Tony Nice. And then uh, cuts a, a nice promo, um, basically mm. uh, calling out everyone on the internet who said, yep. uh, it's Wardlow's push is gone, and he's, he's like, <laughs> at right, it's time to remind you Aye. what the fuck I'm all about. Um, so hopefully we'll see Wardlow doing some some good stuff in the coming weeks. 
Uh, and then we have our, our Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. Um, William Regal being a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that note. I'm an Excalibur going to get married. I love the fact he says, what is it he says? I'm an, I'm an eccentric Englishman. I can get away with it. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just pushing it. What was it? He's like, I'm going to take your pedals and rub them all over me or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just oh, see how Regal. far he can get. Oh, fuck. He's just going to come out next week. He's going to like, I'm going to suck your dick. <laughs> um, so... This match is fucking brilliant. These ah. two are fucking brilliant. Yep. Uh, D- Danielson is how you do. A, uh, I'm going to be an older guy coming and help the younger guys. I think he is the shining example of how you do that. Um, I would love to see him win this tournament, actually. I, I was actually thinking it'd be a fresh face would be great. And he would be a perfect man for the job. Yeah. He's also been like a rock backstage. Uh, so people yeah. say it's like three guys have been identified as a holding that backstage to get all the way. All this shit's going on. It's him, Chris Jericho and John Moxley. They've mm. stepped up. They have led meetings. Um, people comment on it. It's just Danielson's like lightheartedness and his, his disposition is just infectious. And he, he makes everyone, you know, cheers everybody up. And then you've got just Jericho being the you know the older statesman sort of guy, that Mox just firing everyone up and being like, "This is this is awesome." And yeah, it's it's three good guys to have mm. backstage while all this shit is going on. Um, so as Jericho told us, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian Danielson wins. He'll go on to face Jericho in a rematch. Um, yeah. But yeah, absolutely excellent match again. Um, yep. Hangman is one of the best. So he is. He's just so good at... He's, he's kind of like the, the jack of all trades. You know, he's a big guy. He can strike, but he can also do a wee bit of flippy stuff. And, mm. you know, he's just... as you, He's the perfect white meat baby face. I noticed a few wee boos, but that's obviously yeah. a punk fan. Those, just... those people are fucking assholes. Yeah. I was just going to say it. They are like It's like, if punk told you to jump off a bridge would you do it that like he has done nothing he has not been a part of this at all he Mm. cut that promo back then fair enough um but it is nothing different than what eddie kingston had said before that Mm. or mjf they both brought up the cult cabana shit Mm. um for some reason when hangman does it there's something wrong um we'll notice hangman isn't suspended well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, th- there's your evidence. Like, that's how laid back he is about all this. He, I'm sure when all that was being fired off, he was probably just sitting doing that thing he does where he's looking around himself going, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But once again, fucking absolutely amazing match with Brian Danielson. Um, I, I like yourself. I think Danielson would be a, a good man for the title. Good fresh face as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the matches you'll get out of him. Fuck me. Yep. And then you'll eventually get that MJF match as well. The thing is, is is it is it Mox and MJF though? Is that is that just the? Well, if we're given, like I think Mox was supposed to have like six weeks off holiday. Yeah. 
So there's there's like a six week Danielson reign. Yeah, you'd take that definitely. Ah, it doesn't. It, as far as I'm aware, the way MJF worded that, by the way, his chip allows him to have his match anytime he wants. Yeah, but I, I still don't think it's a. I'm gonna run in and cash in. No, no, no. I don't think it's match. gonna be that. He will. He'll come out some week and go right. Me and you next weekend. Yeah. Uh, we got Stokely Hathaway with his uh, hired goons. Mm. That's not fair. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all the guys he's been recruiting. Um, doesn't really say much here. He just gets told we're short on time and then knocks the shit out of a stagehand. Yep. Okay. And our main event. Oh, boy. What a match. Wheeler Uter versus Daniel Garcia for the Ring of Honor title. Daniel Garcia is the hometown boy. Comes out with a rapper that I don't know. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but everyone seemed to be very into it. Mm. But apparently I heard that this guy is not like the other celebrity sort of people we've had on Dynamite where it's just, you know, sort of get yourself over. Apparently this guy absolutely fucking loves wrestling. And that's yeah, why he wanted to do it. Apparently the only other person, the only other person I know of that absolutely loves wrestling was, I always forget her name. She played fucking Sabrina when we were young. Oh, Melissa Joan Hart. Ah, apparently she's a huge, she actually had the books on her podcast and all after yeah. Sarah Dino thing. Yeah. So apparently she's a big wrestling fan too. But yeah, it's nice when someone actually is there because they love wrestling and not just, I'll be here so you can pay me. So fair play. I didn't know that. This match was fucking great because you do straight away heel mode. Where we mm. go, um, he was he used rope breaks. Um, yep. he used a closed fist. He did indeed. He got the warning for the closed fist. Um, so playing up that heel angle, uh, Garcia didn't do any of that shit. Um, like Garcia's fucking. What he's called in the dragon tamer now, the, the sharpshooter he does. Oh, it's so good. He leans right back is so cool. Aye. Um, I like the way he had it on as well. It's like you did his way of getting out of it. Reach up and pull his mm. head down. It's like I've never seen that. That's a that's a new fucking reversal for the, the sharpshooter. Um all the age of these two too, like and they're putting on matches like that, they yeah. are gonna be big deals in the future it's like well, yeah they're pretty for, big deals now but you know they're gonna be huge yeah uh, that's the thing it's like tony khan it's like forget about your cm punk forget about mm. your sting focus on these guys mm. danielson's the exception because he adds so much where these other guys all, all you can really see it's like oh really adding much to these guys like is is uh is darby only, any better off i don't know but, the only one other exception i'd give you there as well is christian Christian, yeah, yeah, he's done a great job. Mm. Um, it's funny about him being injured. Oh yeah, three, three to four months, I reckon. Yeah, it's uh, and that gives us that gives us three or four months of he looks just horrible, being an absolute monster. Oh Jesus! I hope uh, <laughs> I hope Jungle Boy's got his bumping shoes on because he's <laughs> <laughs> he's in for it. Fucking hell! After that one uh, that he took on the the great, uh, oh, at, uh, oh, his at, at promo Light. was brilliant as well. Aye. Was that dynamite or? I think that was. uh, Pretty sure. It's what he said about, the the line he said about Luchasaurus was fucking brutal as well. Because that was, that was, ah, that was a big thing. You know, when he first joined, a lot of people weren't sure about him. 
Um, so it, it wasn't it ironic you carried me to the ring all these years when I carried your career on my back when no one wanted to trust you and all. I was like, oof. Mm. Apparently he had big legal troubles. Um, there was a whole thing. There was a whole bunch of people when they were leaving Lucha Underground. And they all sort of got a wee settlement. But apparently Luchasaurus, he he sort of kept pushing for a bit more and a bit more. Because he everyone else was getting jobs and he wasn't. And he was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? So he tried to act a bit, wee bit of a, a bastard and try to get more, a bit more money. <laughs> so a lot of companies were like, avoid this fucking guy. Hey, well, luckily... Got in there and look what, what look what we're doing now. Good shit. Yep. But again, it all came back for Jungle Boy to play on it. So there we go. Yep. Yep. But yeah, this main event was was fucking great. Ah. Um, these two are destined to fight forever. Ah, that's Just, a rivalry there. Yep. Um, and then on on rampage, were you shocked about the result? Oh shit! <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> yes, Daniel Garcia won. But uh, the reason I, I wasn't shocked, he's in his hometown, everyone's going yep. absolutely fucking nuts for him. Um, the uh, that Ring of Honor show, yes, where they had the same match for the title, and Yuda mm-hmm. won. Uh, Yuda wins with a roll up in that one, uh, and then during the, the scrum. Daniel Garcia interrupts this being planned. This one, this is yeah, like, yeah. when you do it right, and starts <laughs> sh- shouting from the back of the room about, "I you roll up seriously? You're supposed to be, you know, Blackpool Combat Club. But I thought you were all about violence, and you beat me with a roll up. You couldn't do that again." Blah blah blah. So, and and this was like him coming back, um, and you know, beating Yuda uh, and getting him to tap out too. Yep. Um, it's uh, it was an excellent match, and yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing what happens next. Because is Garcia gonna stay with Jericho, or is he gonna join mm-hmm. the Blackpool Combat Club? And then I heard, uh, I think it was on Fightful, they were talking about this was be a really good idea have him join the Blackpool Combat Club, and then you have that friction between him and and Yuta, right? Yep, and and then have uh, Regal put them in a tag team. Like you have to win the tag team titles now. Where you go, <laughs> get the fuck out there. It'd be kind of like the um, <laughs> for five minutes, Deeb and Shafir were doing that thing. Yeah, do that, that again. Was... Except you don't have one of them being useless, was... <laughs> and you're like, are we really even comparing these two? What the fuck? I thought it was Deeb and Mercedes Martinez were doing that. Oh yeah, it was. You're right. Sorry. Huh. What the fuck happened to Mercedes? Where has she been? Martinez? I don't know. She she took the title off Diana Perazzo and then disappeared into obscurity. So now everyone forgets that that title even exists. Yeah. You could have kept it on you know, Diana, who you know was what? defending it weekly on Impact. You can't blame her for that. No, no, it's, I know, I know. It's not her fault she's not getting booked on the shows. I'm, I'm not blaming her. I'm sort of going, that's some bad book in there, Tony. You, if you didn't have any plans for why give her the belt? Yeah. Foolish mortal. Foolish mortal. AEW Rampage. Mm. Uh, so our our other uh, tournament match here for first round, uh, whoever wins this is going on the face, John Moxley, um, who got a bye as well. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Yes, we've seen. They put on a great match. They do. 
we have seen this before. This is uh, the fourth time. Um, which uh, I, I'm fine with that because like you said they, they always put on great matches. And they do something different every time. And yeah. as an added bonus, Darby says, I'm not coming out with Sting. You're yep. like, Yay! I was like, I missed Darby without Sting. And it did. It's it's a different. Yep. It's different. Um Aye. So he gets to stand on his own, not have Sting come save him every time something happens. Um yeah, they they've got a hell of a series going. They do. Because I'm pretty sure it's even as well. That's that's two for two, two, I think. Two apiece. So um, the thing I found interesting about this is obviously Darby's out in his own. And we have started to notice this. When Darby's on his own, he can't get the job done. Sammy obviously yeah. gets him here. With with a lot of interference. <laughs> so Sammy has a lot of interference. So Yeah, he's so. got he he's got Ty Mello and um Anna J. Anna J comes out. So yeah, it's it's not to say Darby can't win a match. It's like uh, sort of stacked against him here. Mm. Well, you know, to me, this is still just this has to lean into this eventual story of Sting having a match with Darby and Darby giving Sting his his big loss has to happen. Yeah, I hope so because you know I'll make it more. Ah, right. if anyone pins Sting it, at this stage, it has to be Darby. Yeah, all this Sting stuff, someone has to get over at some point. Mm-hmm. And it not be Sting. Yes, there's no point. Um, yeah, I, I really like the uh, Sammy with the cutter from yeah. the the dive. Yeah, I thought that was really well timed. Yep, really well timed. But you said uh, Darby doesn't get the one this time. Uh, too much outside interference. Uh, so mm. we are going to have Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. That'll be interesting. Will be interesting actually because I don't think that's happened before. One Not on one. one on one, I know. You know, I don't think so. Um, Small Joe. Imagine, imagine, imagine Mox. Mox loses his mind though, and just fucking Death Riders tie Mello. He's <laughs> all, so, I'm not having this interference shit. I'll kill you all. Uh, she shouldn't fuck with Moxley. <laughs> no, that's the one person you don't sort of jump and try and interfere. He'll just empty. Sorry, Small Joe. Good to see him again. Small Joe. Comes out and apologizes for filming his uh, Twisted Metal. I imagine you're like, don't apologize for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. I was all, no, don't you dare apologize, big man. He owes us some violence. I like that. That was pretty cool. It's not that I owe you some you know, matches or anything or whatever. It's like, I owe you some violence. I was like, nice. I forget. You always forget Joe's a good talker. He is. He is. I don't think it was always that way, but um, he's definitely got there in his old age. Um, mm. Yeah, he say he's open for business. Uh, Mark Starling, Starling, Sterling comes out <laughs> and says we never closed. And Josh Woods uh, is a former mm. ROH Pure Champion. He'll come take that TV title off you. Josh Woods is. Uh, raring to go uh, so is Joey he wants to do it right now Josh Woods immediately shirt off fucking mouth guard in <laughs> Sterling stops him so we're not doing it in Buffalo <laughs> crowd didn't like that always, I don't know they always do that what, like why tease a match now and why do the crowd always fall for it every fucking time you knew, you knew immediately it's like ah, it's not now it's like, I wonder start is it that thing when you're there though when you're there, you're, you're like, just a big, you're, you're just a big fucking mark. Yep. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> um, 
Madison Rain versus Serena Deeb. Hmm. Is this, this a match that ever happened? Uh, it's sort of out of nowhere. Eh? It's, uh... Yeah, I don't think... No, I don't think these two have ever crossed paths. And they're both mm. sort of got the same years under their belt. Yeah, very different style, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine. Um, deep wins, which is the right move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I am. I, Madison's I, not here to get herself over at this stage. I think about it. This is the two main trainers for the women. Yeah. Maybe it's they were like, it. right, you all watch this. Aye. Uh, that's probably exactly what it was. And then Julia's like, have you seen my entrance? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you a kick. That's, that's all I need. I just need the entrance. Um, Yeah, it's... it's The Malachi Black stuff is shit. I, I hope he's okay. But um, watching Dark Elevation, so I'm glad to see House of Black is still a thing. Aye. Uh. So I know we didn't get a chance to talk about that last time. We should probably just quickly touch on that Malachi did we, Black. Did we not mention that? We didn't know what was happening at that stage. It's oh, only yeah. been over the last while, but he's not, he hasn't left. He's taken. Well, he's wow. been granted a conditional release, which just means uh, he can't just fuck off somewhere else, um, which means he's going to be, he'll be gone for quite a while. Aye. If, if he ever comes back, I mean, Aye. to wrestling at all. Yeah. Well, it's, he was saying himself, it's mental health he's a way to work on, yeah. which, yeah. Right, fair play, if that's, that's what the man needs. But he, if he doesn't come back, he will be missed, because I think he's one of the best as well. He's fucking brilliant. But Something as you that, say, good to see the House of Black still together. Yeah. Something that sort of doesn't sit right with me a wee bit is AEW's trying to uh, copyright House of Black. Yeah. To that. Uh, it doesn't, Weird. That was him created that. Could you, could you not? Yeah. And it's like, oh, we don't want him to take it anywhere else. Like, he's not going to take it to WWE for a start. Because if he went to WWE, he'd be back to being Alistair Black. And right. I don't know, they would just, I suppose it's still Black-like, but uh, don't know if WWE's going to go out and get Brody King and all. And, right. and it's, it's just kind of... It just, it just seems really petty or something. I don't know. Like, or maybe because of all the shit he's gone on, he's Tony Khan's gone on full defense, just like, oh, Jesus, what if everything starts falling apart I have to try and hold it together? Maybe it's, it is a reaction to everything that's been happening. That's the other thing I could think of. But uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just praying maybe someday. Praying to Satan that maybe someday Malachi Black comes back because there's obviously no point praying yeah. to God when it comes to Malachi Black. I still think. Oh Miro yeah, House of, House of Black. <laughs> Fuck! Can you imagine Miro and Ma- and uh, Brody King on the same fucking team? <laughs> it's kind of like is, is Julia just the leader? Really? Is that would be cool at her age? <laughs> Leading a but, faction is mad. That would be cool though. Like, just the silent leader just pointing at people and them two destroying them. She doesn't need to talk or anything. Just, I know she does talk during her matches because she keeps saying, the house always wins. Which I'm surprised people do not sing along to yet. That song is fucking class. Mm, you better people sing along be... that than fucking Judas. Jesus ah, Christ. Right. Anyway, we kinda, <laughs> we've kind of got off topic a wee bit there. but <laughs> Le- Lexi Nair making the mistake of calling Hobbs winning an upset. <laughs> What were you thinking? 
I don't care if your fella now works in that company. You don't go saying <laughs> Hobbs is fluky. Oh, I don't like took absolute rookie Starks and put his ass six, six feet deep. <laughs> now you get to open the book of Hobbs and show the world why I'm Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs is actually a very good talker. You wouldn't like expect it. that out of him. Apparently he's getting a push too. Um, That's good. Fuck him and Wardle will be a Whoa. meat slapper. Meat slapper indeed, hey. Uh, main event was Claudio versus Dax Harwood. This was amazing. And they give this match a good half hour as well. Even I, though Rampage is only an hour show. There will be a point. It's like, uh, if... Who was it said? Someone in our group was like, if he's, if he's not like... Sort of joking, saying, oh, he's going to get wrestler of the year. It's like, if he's not in the top three... There's yeah. something fucking wrong. He has put on some absolute amazing matches. Yeah, if he if he doesn't finish in the top three of the pro wrestling um, mm. observers, the, the thing or the you know the way they they do wrestle of the year and they'll they'll give like three. If he's not in that, then the readers of of that magazine are idiots. Yep. Because look at the matches he's put on this year. Aye. Dear Jesus. Um, this is for the Ring of Honor world title as well. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely great match. <sighs> just typical Dak. I mean, Dax is, as, as everyone knows, I wasn't too sold on FTR, and now I'm a fucking a big FTR fan. But I think Dax is definitely... I, I hate saying this, you know, when it comes to a tag team, but there is always one better than the other. And Dax is definitely... Cash is great enough, don't get me wrong, Cash is great. But I think Dax has every right, if he wanted to, to go ahead and take a singles run. He's that yep. damn good. Yep. <laughs> Don't think he would, though. No, no, no. He loves his tag team wrestling. It's a big thing for him. But this match he has, with Claudio of all people, too. Claudio is obviously fantastic. And it's just two hard-hitting bastards just wailing on each other for half an hour. It was fantastic. Yeah. We also get them trading sharpshooters. Mm, that's right. Nobody's sharpshooter is better than Garcia, though. That's very, very true. In AEW. In AEW. I'm including Sting in that. <laughs> Sting struggles, let's be honest. In his prime. Fight me. I don't care. <laughs> Dan okay. Garcia is better. <laughs> <laughs> I would say there's... I was going to say one man. Well, I say two. Two men... That do the sharpshooter better than Daniel Garcia. Okay. And they're brothers. One's called Brett. And the other's called Owen. Fair dues. And we'll leave it at that. We will leave it there. <clears throat> There's one thing I meant to bring up as well before we got into the wrestling. Because it was on the game too. So I was like, it's about Ninja. Not that Ninja. The famous one. So he, he had taken a break from streaming. We oh, that Ninja. All. Yes. Right. Come on. <laughs> See, when you said not the famous one, I was all, I, I, I was confused there for a second. I was all, what, what, what's no, the one here? The famous, not that one, the famous one. Oh, yeah, but that, I wondered what oh, you right. meant by the famous one. I was like, yeah, what? Is, what? My, Sorry, my the, the, the streamer guy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so he made a big show of um, quitting the game of Fortnite and saying he's taking a break and then a week later uh, starts saying oh come on back and he's like I don't know when I'll be back so people were accusing him of uh, you know 
exploiting mental health issues to get more oh. viewers and shit. And then I was just thinking, God, streaming and influencers is way more fucking carny than even wrestling. It is the most, it is the modern day carny shit. Because they're always like trying to trick their fans into buying some bullshit or trying mm-hmm. to scam them or doing, pulling shit like this. It is such a fucking carny whole thing. Just the, well, how the, how many streamers do you reckon have their hand in NFTs and bullshit like that? Fucking shit tons of them. Exactly. They're all carny pieces of shit. Ninjas of carny. <laughs> there you go. Wonder do they use the carny talk stuff? <laughs> or some sort of code so people don't catch on. Bound They all have their own chat rooms where they just laugh at the amount of money they've got off people watching them do stupid shit. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Well, we have our WeChat room where we laugh at all our listeners. Oh, I. Because <laughs> we make so much money off this podcast. <laughs> the opposite of a carny. Yeah. We're two one money. bastards. Oh, do one money because that means people have expectations. Fuck that exactly. shit. <laughs> right. Exactly. Sure. We, we we dropped the idea of getting guests because we were like, no, if we start getting guests, then people will expect proper interviews and all. And fuck that shit. That's too much hard work. I just like logging in and chatting for a bit and talking bollocks. Yeah, that's what podcasts should be. Yep. As usual, you get money involved, ruins everything. Yep. And on that, let's call this one a podcast. Sounds good. For I ain't getting paid, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right, folks. Hit the pay window. <laughs> There's a pay window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that where we're just um, where Fiona just hands you like fifty p through the window and you're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even fifty p. It's a cup of tea if I'm lucky. <laughs> right. Well, enough of that. We will see you again next week. Hopefully, wrestling while AEW hasn't imploded. Yeah, that'd be nice. Goodbye. Bye.